Hey, Papa here. It's Papa John, and you're listening to the H3 Podcast. Go, Ethan. Go, Eli. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the H3 Quarantine Experience. Me and Eli are locked securely in our apocalypse bunker here. <laughs> we had Dan uh, slave away um, to build us this beautiful home studio to shoot the podcast mm-hmm. because um, the show must go on. The show must go on. Is that a song? What song is that? It's a, it's a famous song. The show? Well, I didn't recognize show the tune. go on. Keep going? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get that one. I don't know why it didn't ring a bell for me. Because um, I'm awful. Uh, no, Dan did a wonderful job coming here and putting this together. You know, we weren't planning on doing this. We wanted to do our social distancing. Unfortunately, we had Burt Kreischer, who I love. Mm-hmm. His new special is out. He was coming to promote that, which is on Netflix. Yeah. But, Let's promote it anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of doing. Mm-hmm. What it's called, like a uh, big boy or some shit. What's it called? <laughs> I'll look it up. That it's on Netflix. Right. Just I mean, just type Burt Kreischer yeah. on Netflix. You know, <laughs> it's probably on your homepage anyway. But <clears throat> um, I was very much looking forward to that. I mean, he's he's one of the greatest guests, funniest mm-hmm. guy. <laughs> but we had to say it was just getting too crazy out there. It's so crazy. Um, and it's only getting crazier every day. Yeah. Everything is closing. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, and I figure there's so many people at home right now. The time to work is now. The time to entertain. To work we, like our kind of work. Yeah. We yeah. must entertain the people. We must keep morale high. That is our duty to society. Keep the morale mm-hmm. high. Or in, or in some cases, keep the morale low, which I also have that effect on people <laughs> as well. So, How do you feel about... Um, <clears throat> Flatten the Curve podcast. Flatten the Curve? Yeah. You want to rename it that? (laughs) Hmm. I like it. Yeah. It's catchy. Flatten the Curve, baby. (laughs) So, um, oh, today's episode is sponsored by Captera. Thank you, Captera. Captera, the official sponsor of The Apocalypse. (laughs) No, we love Captera. They would never sponsor the, The Apocalypse. Oh, unfortunately, PewDiePie was actually... He was meant to come into the studio today, mm-hmm. which is crazy because I just said Bert was. <laughs> no, but but actually, I'm just getting mixed up. PewDiePie was supposed to be on today, and because of the quarantine and all the laws and restrictions in California, I had to cancel the episode, which is totally crazy because he's out here just for the it's show. Really crazy, it's almost so, unbelievable. I know it's on. It's so coincidental. <laughs> So I my deepest condolences to PewDiePie for having to bump him today. It wasn't my fault. It was the quarantine. But we will have him on as soon as can, as we can. I think next week he'll call in via Skype. Okay. <clears throat> but, um, Ela, can I share my current mood with you? Share it. I saw this on Instagram, and I was like, oh, man. There's like, I've seen several things. Like the uh, they say the war horses of the apocalypse. They say there's like four horsemen of the apocalypse. Okay. So one of them is this video that just popped up on my <laughs> feed like uh, uh, yesterday or three days ago. Yeah. Man, when this when this guy doesn't smile, it trips me out, dude. Do you think he's doing this because of the apocalypse? I think so. This he's is like, him commenting on the current <clears throat> events. Right. <laughs> he's like, bro, listen, I gotta chop, I gotta chop a uh, cabbage right now, but I'm not gonna be happy about it. <laughs> Just get a look at this, man. 
CZN, Burak. God, we'll be fine, dude. We'll be all right. It's difficult to see him not smile. Is that his resting face, though? Because he... Or is he looking sad? I think his resting face is <clears throat> smiling. Right. This is it's really unnatural. bad. Yeah. Di- things are dire when CZN's not smiling. But he's still chopping. Uh, he's still chopping. The day he stops chopping, then we'll know we're really That's in trouble. That's true. So that <clears throat> was one horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> the other horseman of the apocalypse was... Uh, let me find this other one. Um... Uh, this video of Sarah Palin on Dancing with the Stars was the other horseman of the apocalypse, which I am currently <laughs> unable to find. This me not be able to find it is the third horseman of the apocalypse. Um, oh, here it is. So I'm going to have to mute this one. Please don't autoplay. Please don't autoplay. Please don't autoplay. Don't hit me. Don't play me. Like, don't do me dirty like that. Okay, I got it. So um, Wait, so we watch it without <laughs> the music? Oh, it's big. I it's it's a. Uh, I got big butts and I cannot lie. Mm. That's what she's doing. So here comes Sailor Sarah Palin, who was once upon a time almost our vice president and the governor of Alaska. No. Here on Dancing with the Stars to I like big butts and I cannot lie. Oh, no. I mean. What. I mean, they must. I mean, God, I guess they must pay them just enough for this to be worth it. I don't but know. But the outfit is so. Lo- it's like so not age appropriate. This is like, I would even feel too old to wear that. Well, what they? It's like they scientifically calculate this to humiliate them as much as possible. <laughs> and they must pay them. They must just pay them enough to make yeah. the embarrassment and like, how much could they be paying? Her? A couple hundred thousand or something like that. There's yeah. no way you get anyone on stage. That's probably a good paycheck. Yeah. Would I go on Dancing the Stars for 200000 You yeah. would consider that. <laughs> yeah, it's in my wheelhouse. <laughs> i do it for less. I'd would do you it. wear this kind of Spice Girl outfit? It's not up to outfit? me. They're like, okay. They're like, oh, you thought you were coming here to be funny and do your bit? No, here's an outfit <laughs> that is going to, they figure it out scientifically to how to humiliate yeah. you the most. Oh my god! Yeah, that's definitely an apocalypse uh, video. So this right is there. the second horseman of the apocalypse. Um, God, I, you do you remember the Sarah Palin thing? You weren't in America at the time, but no, I don't. But I only know the situation video with her daughter. Oh yeah, the classic. Sitch. So Sarah Palin, Mike, or not Mike Pence, wrong, uh, wrong uh, Republican. Uh, John McCain, who recently mm-hmm. passed away, was running for president. And many people think that's ultimately the demise of his campaign. He picked Sarah Palin for his VP, which was just uh, pretty. I mean, I guess they crunched the numbers and they liked the what it did. But it was weird because a lot of people, there was like all the Sarah Palin porn going around. Oh, God. There was like Sarah Palin lookalikes and like. I mean, everywhere. It was all Sarah Palin porn for, like, mm-hmm. a year. But the thought of her being president, if John McCain, like, bit it. Mm-hmm. So that's Sarah Palin. Shout Great. out to her. So that was the second. Uh, and so it, we're, uh, the apocalypse is clearly upon us. 
And um, those are the I, I've only found two, unfortunately. So those are the two I found. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I guess we are the third and the fourth. No. Oh yeah. There you go. Good observation, Ela. Yeah, I was gonna do it if you weren't. <laughs> um, but we are on quarantine. Teddy Fresh, basically, we've shut it down. I mean, we sent all of our employees home. Yeah. And uh, same. But with- it, it's like every day it becomes worse. Like at first, we said, "Okay, no working from the office," and we were like, "Well, maybe some stores at the mall are gonna close because we also sell to Zoomies," but online will probably continue. And then now it's like online is probably going to close too because, you know, it's only a matter of time before people can't go <laughs> shipping stuff or packing stuff. Right. Well, our fulfillment service who does the shipping for us, they're in a they're in a big warehouse. So right now our website is online, but I'm assuming it's only a matter of time before. Yeah. I think the I think the state will eventually issue a mandate ordering everyone to close. In fact, one of our manufacturers in Orange County mm-hmm. was just issued a mandate by the county that they have to stop. Which also, us starting to work with them was another way of um, trying to help the situation because we were almost doing everything in China at mm. the time, mm. like a few months back. And we started to think, like, how can we get out of China and diversify ourselves and also just work with other places, do some stuff here and other countries? And so we found this great place here for printing T-shirts and mm-hmm. anything printables. And so we were like, okay, if China is closing because of the virus, we still got this place. Yep. We're going to be fine. And now they told us they're closing too. So. I got to say, I called it. I said, when this shit starts, first of all, people need to, if, if this is nothing else other than this means nothing else other than that people need to listen to me more. <laughs> right. Everywhere around the world. I mean, every people, single human I, being needs to listen I, to I, Ethan Klein. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people were accusing me of fear mongering. I did a, a podcast episode this on a long, a, a long time ago about you need to be more afraid yeah, of the you coronavirus. Know, um, and everyone thought I was crazy. And I, but I, I even have to say, I didn't expect it to be Even become this I bad. was getting a little concerned with you because you were like, on Twitter all day and you started to look like one of those conspiracy people like Mm. sending everyone links like look at this look at this it's gonna be crazy and everyone was like whatever it's fine we're in America we got this yeah but um it definitely sounded awful like nothing about it sounded you know made up but it was just so it's crazy to believe it's far-fetched yeah but the thing is that there's this paradox when it comes to pandemics. It's like when the appropriate time to react, when you react accordingly, it seems to the general public and everyone that you're overreacting mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous and you're irresponsible. Yeah. But then when it's too late to react, then, then everyone is willing when, to react. When everyone wants to react, it's already way too late to right. contain it. Yeah, so that it's that it's that is an inherent problem with responding to pandemics. I mean, it's hard to react to something you haven't seen, you know. Like, well, even now people are flipping about it. They go and the, they say in the United States, uh, there's only one or two hundred deaths. They're like, whoa, 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 I mean, the experts are predicting that there's going to be a million plus, a million to five million deaths in the United States. That's unbelievable. Depending on, know. depending on how many hospital beds we can make available. How many um, 
uh what do you the breathing apparatus the mm. uh what do you call those I've been reading a million times. Anyway, the things that help you breathe when okay. you when you can't breathe for yourself because okay, it, yeah. it attacks the lungs uh-huh. is what this particular virus does. Right. So it all depends on on like the whole point of the quarantine is to like um, as you said flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. <clears throat> if too many people get sick at one time, the hospitals get slammed, and then basically that's when the mortality rate goes from like one percent up to like you know. Because they can't, they can't treat people. Right. People who should, who would be easy to keep them alive and treat them are all of a sudden, they don't have access to a hospital bed or a breathing apparatus. And then it's like, oh, they're dead for no reason. And then the other problem is when all these breathing apparatuses are in use and all the hospital beds are full. I mean, there's people like, let's say there's no virus. There's people who need that care already mm-hmm. who are, who are now right. not going to be able to get it. Yeah. So it's, it turns into a really, a, a cluster a mother effing cluster F. For some reason, I feel like I don't want to curse in this room, but in the podcast <laughs> room, I'll curse like a, all day long. Is it because we're home and Theodore is here? It could be something. I, I think know. it's something about being home that That's I don't want to just be obscene. <laughs> I don't know what it is, really, but I was like, I, I like that. Like, I was like, mother F. <laughs> I don't know why. This feels like a more wholesome place to me. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, I have I have a chronic cough, as uh, many of you have noticed throughout the years. But you now, haven't. as Theo Vaughn pointed out on Twitter, he <laughs> said coughing is the new N word. So I feel like I'm the most racist man alive because I have this chronic cough, and I feel like I'm sorry, it's not the virus. I have a chronic <laughs> condition, but I even start getting in my own head. Yeah, and I'm and I start coughing. Like the other day, I started coughing, and we were move we were moving all the shit down into into this room to set up the podcast, and. I started sweating. I was feeling warm. And I was like, oh, shit. So I went upstairs and I took my temperature. Yep. It's like you get all in your head. My temperature was fine. 102. 102 was my temperature, which is the normal temp. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, it was, it was okay. 98.6 or whatever. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, it's but it's a serious. It, this It's just surreal what's happening. It is so it's just surreal. weird. All of a sudden, I'm talking to my mom in Israel, and we're all in the same boat. You know what I mean? It's so mm-hmm. weird. Like, she's usually things will be different. I don't know. Whatever we're dealing with here, she's not dealing with there. And now it's like <laughs> I'm calling her, and she's like, what do we do? I'm right. at home. I can't go anywhere. How interesting. She, wants to, she wanted to go to my sister because she has three little kids. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to hang out with them. And my sister was like, no, you can't come. I don't want you to come because it's too dangerous for you. Wow. So yeah, I wish my mom was that safe. My mom's like has all these pre-existing conditions. She's like, she's like the perfect person of when they say people who are old and with pre-existing conditions need to stay at home. She's the exact person they're talking to. <laughs> and she goes, you know what she went to do? She went to K. Uh, 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 she went to TJ Maxx. Yeah. TJ Maxx. She's like, don't worry, I was wearing gloves and a mask. I was like, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. So people don't take it seriously, but mm-hmm. the, the unfortunately, the people who are all flipping about it now, in two or three weeks, when the when the cases are at a max and the mortality rate is going up, then all of a sudden people are going to understand that it's actually very serious. And by that time, all the people who went out to the bars and the restaurants who were trying to party and be like, "If the coronavirus, I'm young and I'm American," uh, they're going to realize just how dangerous what they what they did was. Yeah, but it'll be too late. 
that already caused the, the harm. But it, but in a way, I can't I can't blame them in a way because it's yeah, just it's, tough. It's, it's inconceivable. Right. And it's it's so hard to put everything on pause and not leave the house all of a sudden. Like, it's just so crazy. It's so hard to really come to terms with what it really means. Like, you think, okay, I won't go to work. But then there's like this other thing that you're used to doing. For some people, it's the gym. People are like, mm-hmm. well, I could still exercise, right? And then it's like, no, you can't not do anything. Well, luckily for me, everything I don't leave the house. So right. like, it's kind of good for you're me. You're not I'm even not, noticing my, the my quarantine. My routine is not disru- disrupted at all. But I can totally see what you're saying. Totally. Um, and, you know, I was listening to a podcast with these scientists. And they're saying, if there's anything good that comes out of this, it's that this is a dress rehearsal for the real one, because this What's one, the real one, there could be a pandemic that's equally contagious that has a sixty percent mortality rate. What? That will just destroy society. Why are we talking about that now? Because well, what I'm saying is that this. Where did that come from? People have been drumming the. People have been blasting the siren in the science community, saying the a pandemic is inevitable. We uh, have to prepare for a pandemic. Really? But because of our lack of imagination and foresight, and I mean, global warming is the same thing. We know it's coming, but it's just not real enough. And Jeez. all of a sudden, when it smacks you in the face, you can't react. So the po- the potential for a pandemic that's just as contagious as this with a 60% mortality rate is possible. And these pandemics seem to be happening like once every 100 years. The last one that happened was like the Spanish flu in 19-something, 1912 or some shit. I don't know the exact date. But I hope that we as a society can learn and prepare for this. But I just don't know in 100 years if people will still – I feel like for 20 years maybe. It's like World War II, the World Wars. It's like everyone was so guarded and – and they were so appreciative of of the trauma that the world went through. But now – uh, nineteen, you know, nineteen thirty-nine is when the war started, or nineteen forty-two. Um, you know, how long's it been now? Sixty, eighty years. So it's like people start to get over it, and you start to see these tensions boiling again. We forget the lessons we learned because people who lived then died, were dead, and we're incapable of of carrying I guess that. There will be. I guess they might do like um, an international day of remembering. What happened? Yeah, but the, like, how long but, does that last? Yeah, we had that for World War Two as well. Yeah, but you see the same conflicts flaring up now. Right. I guess it's just the. Uh, it's the nature of the nature it's, of it's, being human. Exactly. I mean, what can so, you do? So ultimately, I mean, I <laughs> I don't know what to do because I ultimately I feel like our inherent it's inevitable that we just forget it's like when you're sick with the fever right and it's so awful it's the worst thing ever and then when you're better two weeks later you completely forget what it's like to be sick yeah and so i think i think it's gonna end up being our demise unfortunately (laughs) is that we can't remember the trauma we can't remember the trauma i mean it's kind of great you know because if you you gotta be able to function on a daily basis if you remember all the trauma and everything that's a very good it's point part of our survival probably that's very that's absolutely a good observation but ultimately what do you i i, I don't know it's sca- but they those guys scared the freaking crap out of me when they were like uh yeah i can't i can't um hang with those scientist people 
First of all, the way they think, they're so aware of everything. Yeah. Like this, either potential of a way worse flu. I've been thinking about or that. Or pandemic. I can't, I, Imagine I, I can't, I don't want to know that stuff. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to live my life. Well, you know. I'd rather not know. You remember the first time you learned that like an asteroid could just wipe out all life on Earth? Or right. Like a gamma ray burst. You know about gamma ray bursts? No. When a star blows up, it shoots gamma rays, which is the most powerful single beam of energy okay. in the whole universe. Right. There's a chance that a beam crosses Earth and it will just vaporize all of Earth. Yeah. No warning. No, nothing to do. It just will it's happen. Just... They've even they've even theorized that it's already happened, and that accounts for one of the mass extinctions that has happened uh, on Earth. Well, I just I don't know because you could at the same way at or at the same time you could also just walk down the street and someone will run into you and you'll die so like what are you supposed to do with this information you know what i mean yeah i think well for them well that's a little different i mean for them they just want to see society humanity as a species being smarter about preserving our own fate yeah no i mean I don't mean to disregard scientists. I think they're well. We don't have. We're just plebs, dude. They're we don't doing have, like. I wish that our government would actually listen work. to them. Yeah, right. You know, our government, the people who are in charge of us, need to listen to these people and, yeah. and prepare accordingly. You know, it's not our job. I don't. What the, what the hell? Yeah, I'm an entertainer. God damn it! I'm here to entertain and make you fearful. Well quarantine so happy quarantine everybody um all of our employees are being paid by the way just to throw that out there everyone's working from home and we're paying everybody throughout the quarantine and by the way that made us think about people who are now losing their job like what are you supposed to do you all yeah, of a sudden you have rent payments that are still due um I don't know. It's just insane. Yeah, if I was, um, there's a lot of people in Hollywood because Hollywood works on all this freelance work, like right? Sound guys and video guys and uh, light guys, and they all go from gig to gig. Yeah, and now everything's shut down, and these poor guys <clears throat> have no no income all of a sudden. And I'm I'll be honest. Uh, there's, I mean, I I don't even know how long this could last. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a couple of weeks. I, I personally think it's going to be a couple of months that I people are going to be in their fucking houses. Yeah. Oh, I just said that word. <laughs> I take it back. And you should listen to me because I'm right all the time. Right, Hila? I was right. Mm. And my fear, I was right. Even yeah. my brother, who's a know-it-all, thought <laughs> I was acting crazy. But you know what it was about this virus that scared me? It was the fact that it was contagious right. while you are asymptomatic. That was that's yeah, what makes for like this two weeks. Yes, that's what makes this virus so, uh, so contag so tricky and hard to to. I mean, to they say we're all gonna get it. Or eighty percent. Eighty percent. Pretty much everyone. You know the UK. They're like, UK may have had a worse response to it than than the United. United States, the UK goes, we're just going to do herd immunity because we can't possibly stop the wave, flatten the curve. So we just want everyone to get infected and then what? you become immune. So they're like, just go out, do your thing, oh live God. your life. And then they're like, and then they realized a few days ago, they're like, uh, this is awful. 
<laughs> we can't do this. Wow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be ca- catastrophic. So then they quarantined everyone. <laughs> but boy, they really messed that one up. Eh? Oh, my God. You know what's funny? You were saying that like your mom was having the same experience as you. I was thinking, usually when there's this level of catastrophe in the United States, you expect all these terrorists like celebrating and shit. They, the terrorists are, they're also getting sick. Yeah, this, uh, it's amazing because it affects everyone the same exact way everywhere. Like, doesn't matter if you have money or you don't. Mm. I mean, I guess it does in a way because if you have money, you can still pay rent. But regardless of that. You get sick from it. You get sick, you still have to quarantine is yeah, my point. You yeah. still can't do anything. There's it's no not shortcut. Like, yeah. Um, There's no rich man's shortcut. So, yeah. Doesn't matter what religion you are. Um, you know, what's funny last week. I was like, I want to have a quarantine free episode. I don't want to talk about the coronavirus. I just want to entertain the people. But now we're in our basement. Everybody, everybody is stuck in their house in the whole freaking world. How do you not It'd talk be weird about not it? To talk about yeah. It. You guys want my hot takes anyways. Let's be honest. And don't even get me started on Trump. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there. No politics. Actually, I'm, I'm. I have to say I'm I'm kind of proud of Trump this week because he has actually um, expressed his eagerness to adopt Sir Andrew Yang's policy of UBI. <laughs> yeah. Of giving he 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 uh, reportedly he's on board with the idea of giving every American a thousand dollars a month or more. I heard. <laughs> um, that's the figure I heard. I heard other people float two thousand a month. Yeah. That's a lot. That's well, all. people need it. I mean that that's amazing. I'm yeah, saying you can live on in that. In LA, at even a thousand doesn't pay your rent. No, 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 not even close. Um, but it'll buy you food, you know. Yeah. This the thing is they suspended. Their I think the president said that they're suspending eviction and and uh, mortgage defaults for the time being. So nobody's mm-hmm. going to get kicked out of their house at the very least for now. Yeah. It's going to be tough because like Andrew, Andrew um, Yang was talking about how if you're getting now in debt, even when the virus is over, you still have that debt, you know, it's just going to really well, be we, tough. We have to figure that out. Yeah. We got to figure that out, you know. You know, and I and I keep hearing these uh, like the airline businesses complaining they're going to go out of business. Mm-hmm. You know what I they, say to them? Fuck the airline business! Well, if you're irresponsible and can't run your business, our businesses aren't going out of business. No, these guys have been making billions of dollars. It's because their cost is insane. So if they don't fly, they can't maintain it. I've heard it's because they've been buying their own stocks back, and they've been price gouging, making a shitload of money, and they're and they've been investing it irresponsibly. I don't know about that, but I... I mean, I'm sure their costs are high. I don't... I just think that they cannot... It's not like you can just float a company like that without actually flying and making... I don't know. They make a lot of money. Well, the thing is, you have the planes landed, okay? So you're not paying for fuel. Well, maintenance of those things is crazy. I think they lease the planes, too. That's like a huge cost. They don't buy them outright. Because they're like each plane costs so much. Mm-hmm. I'd like to learn more about this because we have a conflicting thing on this. I don't know, but I'm very—I don't know either. I'm very hesitant to bail out some more big and businesses. Please don't take anything we say here as if we um, 
really think we know. Then why are you talking about it at all? Right. I don't know why. Probably shouldn't. Should just I don't shut like up the idea of quarantine. bailing out more big businesses. If they, I, you might be right, Ella, but I've heard that they've been abusing their huge profits they've been making. They have been buying back their own stock with the huge amount of profits and depleting their cash reserves. I think I just don't like to believe that everyone is so evil in the world. Dude, these are huge corporations. They all run like mafia. Maybe. They but all just That's not my first That's not the first place I go to in my mind. Okay. I give I'll give them the benefit of the doubt first. You're giving the airlines the benefit of the doubt? Those mother efforts who charge you like $100 per bag? Well, they're, and they they're your... flying you across the country or whatever, across the but globe. Didn't, they didn't used to charge you for it. They put you in the back seat. You really think that the seat in the very back next to the bathroom that doesn't recline is the same value as the seat in front of it? I hate that seat. Okay. And I will not fly. And you're fly. giving those guys the benefit if of the If I get that seat again, I will just not fly. I've had that. It was the worst flight of so my life. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't charge the same amount for that. I agree with you. There you go. You see, you won't trust them. That's a different topic. No though. way. It's because they're scum. Um, guess oh, and what? then just so you know, Ela. So sorry to interrupt. Oh, we gotta go to break. Oh, <laughs> guys, we still have sponsors here on H3 Podcast. <laughs> Let's just read it. <laughs> we have only one sponsor today. Times are tough here, guys. <laughs> Capterra, though, we love Capterra. Captera is the okay. So Captera is a website that they aggregate tons of different softwares for you, so that you can qu- quickly search and filter options to find the features and the pricing you need. Compare your top choices side by side and save your favorites. And with free in-depth software guides and tools, plus over one million reviews from people like you, Captera gives you access to everything you need to know before you buy the software of your dreams. Mm-hmm. So spend less time trying to find software and more time doing what you do best. Find the right software for you. Find Go find the right software for you at capterra.com slash H3. That's not the end. It's only the middle. <laughs> but it's true. There's so many different kinds of softwares in the world. Each one tailored so specifically to your needs. The right software can make all the difference in your life, in your business, in your dreams. That's right. There's a software out there that you don't even know exists right now that will uh, life hack. Because someone has already been there and they've already thought about it and they're way smarter and they already made a they, software for they you. They resolved it. Yeah. Bro, you know what life hacks are? That's what Captera is. It's a life hack for your dreams. <laughs> should, that should be their slogan. So here we go. You want to know more Cap- about Captera? Captera is your business ally. It's a free online resource to help you find the best software solutions for you for your unique work needs. Search more than 700 specific categories of software. Everything from project management to email marketing to all the way to yoga studio management software. And again, that always shocks me that that's a thing. But that just proves my point, how niche they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, hear from people like you with over 1 million reviews of products from verified users. No matter what kind of software your business needs, Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution fast. Join the millions of people who use Captera each month to find the right tools for their business. So go to captera.com slash h3 for free today to find the right software choice for your business. Captera.com 
slash H3. That's Captera spelled C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash H3. That's Captera Software Selection Simplified. Beautiful. How was that? Great. Nice. Where were we? End of the world. What was it? Oh, I was like, what was that? Let's just sit on this for a little bit, see how that feels. No, let's not. You don't want to sit on that? Oh, God, I'm trying to stop. Sorry, guys. Stop. Um, so we are talking about Corona, yada, yada, yada. Everything's fricked. Uh, I was wondering... I'm such a hater, but what can I do? I mean, how can you trust the airlines? <laughs> the airlines. They're okay, ba- they're right Google under pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies. Oh, really? In terms you of again? evilness. Really? <laughs> That's Maybe just in I my just mind. It's know. in my mind. I don't know. Maybe I don't know anything. Probably. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anything. Well, to be fair, I don't know. I don't know either. Should I just sit here while you're looking it up? What do you search? I don't even know what to search. Yeah. Do airlines suck? Question mark. Our airline company is evil. There you go. I'll wait. <laughs> go ahead. Um, Our airline uh, company's evil. Here we this go. This is not what I was looking for. Coming up. Hold on. Airline. Our airline company's evil. I won't lie. This is definitely me when I'm driving. Oh, are they evil? <laughs> there is no yes or no. And the answer is... What's the answer? Uh, undecided? Is this the podcast contest? You, <laughs> content you come to learn and love? Let's not. Let's move on. You don't want to wait for what's me. This, what's the headline? They want uh, the bailout. Boeing 6. 60 billion in government aid for aerospace billion? industry hit by coronavirus. Fuck them. Don't you think that the people, the people, like 60 billion, let's give that to the people, dude. I, yeah. Boeing doesn't need 60 billion. <laughs> Boeing can fuck off into oblivion. Someone else will fill the void who's less irresponsible. Boeing, by the way, made a plane that the software literally forces it to crash into the earth. Remember that? Yeah, that's why they're in well, trouble. That was a mistake. Well, they're cutting corners. That's what you okay, know what I mean, okay. right? So the the go ahead. The conclusion is. All right. <laughs> yeah, conclusion. Okay, let's move on. I'm wondering what's Jeff Bezos doing. Right. It's can like he, all right, can bro. Can you just bail everyone out? Just give us some. some You've got money. 130 million dollars. Give some boings to some people. I'll take a Boeing. Yeah. He's got 130 million billion. You're like, okay, you know, not all rich people are evil. Let's see what you can do for us. I mean, we're in a time of crisis. Our government has, you know, screwed the pooch a little bit on the testing. Let's see what you've got. Quiet from Jeff Bezos. I feel like Jeff Bezos has a moral responsibility to his society that has built him up and made him the wealthiest man to ever live. He need, where is Jeff Bezos? Mm-hmm. Where is Jeff? Well, so far Amazon is still working too, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because the, you, all the worker, yeah. <sighs> dude, 
it's not cool. Amazon's going to shut down. Yeah. The warehouse, once it's going to happen, it's going to shut down. But he's got all of his workers working overtime. I've seen lots of articles of people complaining that the conditions mm-hmm. are not safe. He just, he really seems more and more evil every week. Listen to this policy at Whole Foods, which is owned by Amazon. They say, let me read this to you. This shocked me to my to my core. <clears throat> Whole Foods wants workers to help pay some colleagues sick leave during the coronavirus. As Amazon corporate offers two weeks. Uh, here, here, it says, wait, is this the one I was looking at? Here's a, here's a quote. And a letter sent to employees earlier this week from the Whole Foods CEO, John Mackey. He says one option available to workers was for them to donate their paid time off days to a pool that other workers could draw from. What? Yeah. Why do they need to donate? You like that? (laughs) Amazon-owned Whole Foods is telling its employees to donate their own paid time off. I mean, now is the time. That's weird. Use your hordes of money. Because guess what? If we all die and society becomes dysfunctional, you don't get to make money anymore either if you want to think <laughs> about it from selfish place. But Jeff Bezos, what are you doing to help us? Jeff, if you can hear me. <laughs> Jeff, can you He can hear me. Alexa, tell Jeff to help us. He, he can hear us. <laughs> He's such a super villain, bro. Jeff Bezos, and now he looks more and more like um, Le- Lex, Lex Luthor more and yeah. more every day. <laughs> Where's Superman? It's like we have Lex Luthor, but no Superman. Mm-hmm. What a grim outlook. Um, Elon Musk could have been a superhero, but he's too busy like memeing on Twitter. I feel like Elon's fallen a little bit, and he's also like uh, coronaing it up in his offices. Mm. Well, he tweeted out a week ago: "Coronavirus panic is stupid." So he said panic is stupid, which I guess technically I agree with. But it was during a time when a lot of people were like, oh, mm-hmm. these people who are getting, you know. But even the panic doesn't look that stupid anymore. I mean, if if you can't leave your house, whoever's stocked I mean, up on stuff I understand. probably happy. Urge. I definitely understand the urge. And by the way, all the people that, ho- that picked up on <laughs> toilet paper aren't looking that dumb because they're sitting on a mountain of toilet paper and everyone else <laughs> doesn't have it. Yeah. Although there are some incredible stories of like <clears throat> this dude who he he traveled. I mean, the guy saw the writing on the wall, so I guess props to him. But he traveled like between three states and bought $18,000 with the hand sanitizer. Right. And then he put it all on Amazon, price gouging, and then Amazon removed the listing. And he's just sitting on $18,000. That was a nice move from Amazon. For once, I guess. Ooh, yeah. Man. I mean. But then I was like, well, but we don't have any hand sanitizer. So it's kind of a, sh- at right. the same time, people <laughs> need that. Well, anyway, what ended up happening is that the district attorney uh, went to his storage unit with the police and made him donate it. Isn't that <laughs> awesome? He donated nice. to like a local church who was giving it out to everyone. Okay. So I guess in the end. But honestly, okay, so this guy's trying to profit off this. What about um, pharmaceutical companies that have been doing that every day? Yeah. You know, it's easy to demonize him. <sighs> I'm so I'm so bitter right now. <clears throat> so Jeff Bezos, everybody. I mean, seriously, how is it crickets from Jeff? What is he doing for us? 
He owes us. Um, he's probably busy furnishing his new $250 million house right, in, in LA. LA. Right. That's <laughs> probably that's probably true. Like, dude, help us with the test. We don't have tests. United States doesn't have coronavirus tests. We have the lowest tests per million people of the whole developed world. Jeff, make some tests. You're like a manufacturing god. Get us tests. <laughs> Do something. Build a hospital. You could build a ho- you could build 20 mm-hmm. hospitals. Be a good guy. God. I mean, how do you waste that opportunity when you have when you have that so much potential to help everybody? 130 billion. The guy's got so much money. He's like, "What am I going to do with so much money? I'm going to build Blue Origin, go to space." He's like, "I I don't have I have so much money. I can't spend anything. Help us. Help everybody." Right? That's right. This episode is getting very dark, Ethan. Well, I'm right, aren't I? Um, Here's the Amazon policy on, they say, effective immediately. This is, they they issued this thinking they were being all such good guys. They go, effective immediately, all Amazon employees who are diagnosed with COVID-19 or placed into quarantine will receive up to two weeks of pay. So they have they're waiting until mm. you get diagnosed or placed mm-hmm. into quarantine and getting like a note of quarantine from the governance. It's like seriously, you want to wait until one of your workers is diagnosed with the virus? That means they've already fucking spread yeah. it everywhere. On the packages, you guys are sending out packages, workers covered in corona. I got packages on my door covered in coronavirus because of Jeff Bezos. It's By a cheap the way, fuck. two weeks is not going to be enough. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. They say up to two weeks. <laughs> <sighs> Where's we Jeff can, Bezos? If we can afford to pay all of our employees like without a limit right now, we just told them, don't worry about it. You're all being paid. Well, I will say in our de- in our. In our uh, def- or in the defense of other business owners who maybe can't afford it, we are able to continue our business. I don't know about Teddy Fresh. That that is probably going to grind to a halt. But at least here, our entertainment side, we're able to continue working with everyone. Yeah, but but I'm I mean, talking Jeff about Bezos. Teddy Fresh, for example. Yeah, Teddy Fresh is going to grind to a halt. And actually, we have a we have a we spend a lot of money on uh, on everything. I mean, our costs there are really high. Right. We have but... like 15 employees. We're not the size of Amazon, but um, we're not worth 130 billion. Right. We're not even worth one billion. No, <laughs> but but um, I just feel like people need to take more responsibility as the company owners. I 100% agree. I and that like all these owners, they have you know they they plan for these times and they put some money aside. Yeah. And this is what it's for. You got to float the company now, and that means help your workers. There are a lot of companies who are doing good, who are like, go home. We're gonna pay. I don't know. I've I was looking at the <clears throat> there's the coronavirus subreddit, mm-hmm. and I rarely go on Reddit. I don't know why I ended up there. I like that subreddit. And it was so dark. Everything w- was so dark. But some people there were saying their employees are still asking them to come to work. Mm. And they're like, did you not hear the news? Like, you even, you're what asking com- me to come in to the office. Like, someone was like, all the work I do is on the computer. I could totally do it from home. Oh. And they're, they're asking me to come in and clock in. The dogs just came storming in. Hey, hey Shred. 
Yeah, that's rough, but like, okay, so you have to think about this. This is probably a small business, right? I mean, I don't know if it's a big business or a small business, but like a small business owner is like, there's like a lot a small of small business. businesses where like, hey, if you don't come in and work, I can't, I can't pay you. Yeah, no, I'm not, I don't think that sounded like a small business. Yeah. I'm not talking about small businesses. Hey, Alfredo. Hey, you guys have a good one. I think the small businesses are going to get hit the hardest. That's the people who I fear yeah. for the most because... But there are so many big businesses. And they have no excuse. They, I yes. mean, people like Jeff Bezos should be pulling out the stops. Yes. Dude, spend $100 billion. You can make such a big difference. Yeah. And everyone will love your ass. Because you're a good guy and not an evil, greedy, horror piece of shit. Who makes your employees pull their own sick weight because you're sick days. Because you're too cheap to actually provide for them. You guys can probably hear the dogs playing. The dogs are loving the uh, the quarantine. So is Theodore. Yeah. They're like, dude, this virus is great. You know? They're so cute. How's I, this episode? It's fine. Okay. It's as good as any other. Okay. I don't know. It's what it is. It's a podcast. Right? It's good. I mean, I don't hear anyone complaining. <laughs> No, that's fine. <coughs> oh God, the dogs are going crazy. Yeah, I'm. I'm very upset. I think you make a good point. Like, I'm very upset. Like Jeff, people like Jeff Bezos need to take responsibility for the welfare of their this workers. Is the time for and these big companies to prove pull, yeah. prove to us that you're not evil scumbags, right? There are some that are there are some that have pledged to take care of their employees while while on sick leave, but Amazon is not one of them. And um, what is Facebook doing? That's a good question. I have no idea. Whatever he's doing, I still don't like Zuck. Zuckerberg is rich as Bezos, pretty much. That dude could build twenty hospitals, but he he does he la he doesn't have human empathy, so <laughs> I wouldn't expect much of him. I don't know. They got to take ownership. A company like Amazon doesn't only owe their employees. They owe society. Right. Society are, as a whole made something like Amazon possible. The roads, the postal service, everybody purchases Amazon. You have an obligation in this moment of need. So fuck Amazon in short. I think they're going to shut down. The late nights have shut down. Yeah. Everything on TV is shut down. That's why I felt it was important to come do this. Must entertain the people. Mm-hmm. There's a drought of content. Hmm. I guess it's really YouTube's time to shine. Because everyone that's all, true. every YouTuber's Work like, from hey. Home, hey, that's what we do. Hey, it's all good over <laughs> here, you know? <laughs> it's weird being without the guys though. Yeah, it's very weird. Love having those guys. It's weird being back in this uh shot with the two of us. I know, it feels very old school, Ethan and Yellow. The difference is that on the podcast, I know when I'm not talking, they switch off of me, but now I'm still Oh, yeah. <laughs> still That's true. Shot. It's always on you. <laughs> so that's that. Let's see what else. Um, oh, yeah. Your mom was coming to uh, My visit. My mom was going to come canceled. for Passover. We've been planning it for so long. My brother was going to come, too, from New York. Imagine and... you're, like, moving to a new house or something. Oh. And they have everything packed. I guess you would just do it. Right. But 
anyway, yeah. Cross state. We moved to New York. I'm just saying there's so much worse. Like, there's got to be uh, some like people. Like, just who, in the middle of moving? Like, yeah. cross, like, move into New York City. Yeah. I guess you got a lot of time to unpack now on mm. the good side. Um, we're actually kind of in the middle of something. Like, we were getting work done in our you bedroom. Should. So, we were sleeping in a different room for the time being and it was supposed to be almost done in april mm-hmm. but now we're stuck. everything's being, being put on hold that sounds like some bougie ass problems yes <laughs> but yeah. uh toilet what do you what are your thoughts on hoarding toilet paper i mean i still think it's stupid <laughs> i just feel like that's the I worst just, of the things you the least i feel like the, people were like so focused on hating on those people uh, that were, um, you know, stocking up on stuff. Some people were going too far with it. Yes. That, like, some people, like, old people and, uh, you know, whatever, the disabled or whatever, the people who are going to die from this virus, in short. The, uh, by the way, as an aside, I'm struck by, like, people's callousness towards old people. <laughs> yes. And uh, What is going on? Old people and people with like pre-existing what conditions. What is going on? Because like three days ago, before it became this bad, people, I, I saw this all the time. It's like a really radical pushback on me, like a hateful, strong pushback of people being like, um, it's not, you'll be fine. Only old people are going to die. Right. And and it's just the stunning callousness And I, I keep hearing that from different people <laughs> at different ages. How can you not? And it's like, wait, what? Do you not care about your parents? I don't. Or? Maybe they don't understand how it works. I don't. I, I think they do. I mean, the threat. The threat is not to you. The threat is that you get sick and then you pass it on to other people who are have a way higher risk of death from it. But also, it's not true that it's no young people could die from it. You don't want this. It's um, if you have some other condition and it hits you. Well, there's been a lot of misinformation, yeah. uh, even from our president down, you know, that's in direct contrast to what the CDC and, vir- and viral uh, specialists and doctors are saying. So they say, you know, Donald Trump tweeted out something like, hey, just to let you know, 50,000 people died from the flu and, and nobody's panic about that. Just think about it. Yeah. He says only 100 people have died from this in the USA. Think about that. So he's telling people effectively, hey, it's this thing is not even as bad as the flu, so don't worry about it. But he stopped doing that. Now he is. Yeah, he stopped now, yeah. but that was like f- yeah. several days ago. Yeah. And pe- the people he told that to who, who, who were buying into that messaging still kind of believe it. Right. Even though he's changed his tune. And that's the danger of like, it's very, you just, dude. But yeah, I've, you gotta I've be been smart. so surprised with the amount of people that are like, well, it only hits old people, so I'm fine. I'm like, <laughs> how can you be so comic book callous and evil? I mean, There's real it's racism shocking. towards it's sho- old it's people. It's shocking. But even still, you're okay with, like, I mean, people are calling it the boomer remover. Yeah. Which is, I mean, okay. But you see clips of people out in bars partying, you know, and it's like, well, if I get it, I'm, I'll be fine, you know. 
don't you have a grandma or someone old or, or someone with a uh, immune deficiency? But also, eventually, it's going to affect everyone if um, if we don't flatten the curve, and and we overwhelm the hospitals. You know, if someone healthy people will get will if be. someone who's just got some other condition all of a sudden needs treatment, you can't get treatment. Yeah, but it's like you're just affecting everyone. It's not really just old people. The big picture is that everything is messed up. No, it's true. This is a rare really unprecedented in our lifetime is that we all have a part to play in this. Usually it's somebody else's problem. It's government's problem. It's such and such problem. Each person, each individual in this country, in this world has a part to play in this pandemic. If you stay at home, if you limit your interactions, if you do social distancing, you will, you will make this better. We Mm -hmm. all have a role to play. From top to bottom. And that's hard to understand, really, for a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. just a weird time, dude. It's a weird time. I mean, people are going to be talking about this for for hundreds of years. This is the big one. Crazy. This is probably the craziest thing but that's I happened in my lifetime. I feel like if we can look at the bright side, I do feel like we can maybe just enjoy this like forced time off that you have to stay at home and obviously like i know that it comes with a lot of negatives but i don't know i mean i I see what you're saying how many opportunities do we get in life to just like like, everyone is being put on hold everyone like yeah you're not working but everyone is not working you you don't need to check your emails there's nothing there i guess no some, one is some people would you. say that's easy to do when you're not stressed about money but what can you do i'm just trying to lighten up lighten up for anyone that can i don't know well you know um um someone made a good point that i read they say you know you don't have to be glued to the news cycle and to Twitter. Right. You can just disconnect, quarantine yourself, and take this time to learn a new skill. That's read what some I, books, I guess that's what I was trying art, to say. You know, take the free, like this unprecedented amount of free time. Like you're kind of forced to have this time off. Right. And be home. You can do something with it, I guess. Stuff that you don't usually get the chance to do. But people who are worried about money, I'm actually pleasantly surprised at our government's response to the to those people one being that it looks like they're going to put mortgage payments and evictions on hold for now they're actually going to be implementing some kind of ubi to pay everybody just give everyone a check he says that's coming within like two weeks and that there's gonna be a lot of fallout i'm not lying when this thing Mm -hmm. goes away and then we all kind of walk out of our fallout bunkers there's going to be a lot of problems to deal with a lot of debt I, I read that the um this the one of the secretary of of commerce or employment or whatever said that he's expecting like twenty percent unemployment during this time, which is like a great depression era. Mm-hmm. I mean that's bad. That's bad. There's gonna there's a lot we're gonna have to deal with, but I think that you know on a larger level, sometimes shaking things up like this can result in in, in some good things. For example, we obviously have some fundamental issues with our society that need to be addressed that this crisis is illuminating 
um, for example, the UBI. We need to have a social safety net for people. We need to be more prepared for stuff like this. So I, I'm hoping that at the end of this comes some some kind of um, positive movements for the towards the betterment of all people. I wonder if people are going to get used to doing more stuff from home afterwards, even when they don't need to, like hmm. working from home. I also wonder if people are going to like, is this going to kill shaking hands? Mm -hmm. Is this going to kill right. touch screens? Right. You know, for example, I go into bathrooms and they don't have paper towels and you have to open the door. Yeah. That's the kind of situation. Just should. I mean, I know I, I always felt crazy. You take the paper towel, you open the door. But now it's not that crazy, is it? No. There's certain things I feel like maybe maybe the party's over in terms of just acting like like, you know, ignoring contagion. We need to be smarter about how we uh, pass on bugs to each other. I just feel like also for anyone who wanted to pursue anything and usually they don't have the opportunity to like if you wanted to write something a movie, mm -hmm. you know, or a book or whatever, mm -hmm. or if you're into gardening, it's like you can actually just do whatever you want for a minute, even though it's in a very dark situation and a dark setting. Well, I, I always hear this. You probably heard it. That like Shakespeare wrote King Lear during quarantine and Sir Isaac Newton discovered or wrote calculus during quarantine and discovered gravity or defined gravity. Which is like, and, and for example, me, like like both of those, I am going to get to 1,000 Paragon on Diablo 3 and get on the leaderboard. There you go. So we all have our ambitions here, folks. Right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, what else I got? Oh, you want to see some depressing shit either or no? No. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah, okay. We talked enough about this. Um. Oh, Tom, this shit's crazy. Tom Hanks, as you know, got coronavirus, him and his wife who are there in Australia. But this, so he has a, Tom Hanks has a son named Chet who uh, posted this video on Instagram. Here, let me just show you this. What's up, everyone? Um, yeah, it's true. My parents got coronavirus. Crazy. Um, they're both down in Australia right now because my dad was shooting a movie down there. Um, but I just got off the phone with them. Uh, they both are fine. They're not even that sick. They're not worried about it. They're not tripping, but they're going through the necessary health precautions, obviously. But, uh, I don't think it's anything to be too worried about. I appreciate, um, everyone's concern and the well wishes, but, um, I think it's all going to be all right, but I appreciate it. And, uh, just everybody stay safe out there. So, I mean, nice message. Yeah. But obviously... How is this how is Tom, Tom Hanks' son? I was like, who is this? this I was like, no way. This is Tom how Hanks' son. How are they related? Chet. Chet. I was blown away by Chet Hanks. <laughs> because he has his other son who's like uh, an actor, Colin Hanks. Right, and he looks and I was like, like him. Yeah, I was like, oh, all of his kids look like Colin Hanks. <laughs> you know, they all look like him. Like He's like Tom Hanks Jr. He's all He's like a sweet... American boy, actor, looks just like Tom Hanks. Call, but then you've got Chet. He's a rapper. He's got Chet's got like a urban kind of slang. He talk, he talks like he's from the hood a little bit. 
Yeah. I was like, Chet, you're Tom Hanks' son. I mean, <laughs> but I guess, look, Tom, look, it's got to be tough being Tom Hanks' son. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, damn. You got to get some attention. You know, it's, look, it's a big spotlight to deal with. So, yeah. and it's, in a way, I, I give it up to Chet for making a unique uh, What's up, everyone? persona um, for himself. Yeah, it's true. My parents got Can't be easy. But that being said, here he is. We were just looking at his Instagram, and here he is uh, doing a Jamaican accent. So here's your boy, Chet. Big up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy, Chet, and I, coming straight from the Golden Gloves, you know what I'm He's on the red carpet doing this, man. You can know Tom Hanks has got to be like, Chet, can you not do this on the red carpet? Sorry, I just realized how loud my water drinking was. Oh, I didn't notice. You know, he's like, he's like, Chet, I appreciate the rapping. I, I'm very supportive. All I ask is that you don't do the Jamaican accent on the red carpet. <laughs> I'm Tom Hanks. They're having like a serious family discussion. Like, can we just not do the Jamaican? Chat people. I I'm super supportive. I love your music. I just have to say the Jamaican thing is just. I don't want people to start talking and on the red carpet. And then Chet's like, "Fuck you, Dad." He spells his last name with an X, by the way. H A N X. I think that's just a little gag. I saw Tom Hanks do it. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's like a family thing. Maybe. How cute. Because I think when he announced the corona, I think he signed off Hanks. Oh, I wonder if he got that X. from Chet. Because it's kind of <laughs> her urban hip-hop. <laughs> it's your boy Chet. Chet, Chet, Chet. Is Chet short for something? Anyway, here's another one. I think it is. I don't remember what. What could Chet be short for? Cheddar? Cheddar, Cheddar. cheese? Cheddar Hanks. Here's number two, Yellow. I'm just, I just, I do it all respect and love to Chet. I'm not putting your boy on blast. Like I said, I, I know it's, it ain't easy being Tom Hanks' son, but I'm just shocked that this guy is actually related to Tom Hanks. I know. Here's another one. Yo, big up the youth, them way out of Kingston. When we wake up this morning and we see the thing turn up. Internet gone mad. Respect, you don't know. The soon forward I got. I feel like he's been practicing that quite a bit. He's got that down. I got to say, I'm impressed by his Jamaican. He's on DJ Cal level of Jamaican accent. You know? So. It's got to be short for cheddar, right? Um, Hila's doing research. I got to the, bring the drum roll back. The excitement, the tension music. Why is it music. so hard to find Hila. this? I get stressed when I need to read something on the show. What does Chet? What does <laughs> no, Chet stand for? I don't know what I'm looking Go at. Go ahead, oh, here. Chester. Oh, Chester. Chester Hanks. God. Chester's a nice name. That was stressful. Yeah, I was getting stressed. So Chester Hanks. There you go. Now you learned something. And finally, Jared Leto. <coughs> uh, missed the coronavirus straight up. He was on a 12-day-long uh, meditation vacation. Now, if you don't know about Jared Leto, he's like a cult leader. He's an, he, he hosts a gathering for his band, 30 Seconds to Mars, called Mars Island. He has described it as a cult. And I have to admit that I also think that it is a cult, based on what I've seen. 
Here's a tweet. Tweet. It says, oh, yeah. He goes, yes, this is a cult. Hashtag Mars Island. So he was out in like the desert with all of his freaky white robe wearing. Why did they always wear the same color like in every cult? Yeah. Because it's not that. I feel like the cult is just not that original at this point. It's like we've seen it. We get it. How do people keep falling for this shit? But there you go. And then look. By the way, I love this photo. There's a photo of him sitting with all of his cult members. They're in white. And then there's one dude here with a Marvel shirt. It's like, homie, you couldn't get a white shirt for your cult meeting? It's Marvel, bro. It's awesome. It's like, dude, you got to choose your alliance. Are you 30 seconds to Mars or are you Marvel? Yeah. You can't do it both ways. God, Jared, what are you doing? Anyway, here, look at this. Why do people need cults? It's so weird. You know this guy like. You know this guy slams. And yeah, that's what a cult is. That's ba- basically every cult leader. It's like he wants to have sex with everybody. He wants to make a bunch of money. I mean, it's amazing. Um, it's incredible this whole cult phenomenon, and it just keeps happening. But there you go, it's Jared Leto. He's the, he's usually handsome, charismatic, yada yada yada, slamming. That guy probably has like a thousand kids. So he missed the whole coronavirus. He just came out of isolation and was like, oh, wow, what's going on here? Nice. Here, let me see. I've got the tweets right here. So what do they do? Go back to isolation? I would. They're like, hi. Okay, bye. Yeah, you know at least nobody there has the virus. (laughs) He says, wow, 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phones, no communication, etc. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. Walked out yesterday into a very different world. One that's been changed forever. Mind-blowing, to say the least. I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe saying, I have your kid and you owe me child support. (laughs) No, they said, and catching up on what's going on. You know he's got so many bastards. Hope you and yours are okay sending positive energy. Stay inside. Stay safe. Jared Leto, everybody. Um, here is a, here's his website, by the way. I was kind of curious. So he has these shows, 30 Seconds to Mars. Here's what it costs to get into a cult. The Stargazer package. This is the um, most ghetto version. Three nights, all inclusive. One payment of 1600 Or if you're broke and you want to go paycheck to paycheck, 300 of six payments. Huh. And you've got different levels here going all the way up to you've got (coughs) stargazer that's funny that means you're just your ass is just on the ground looking (laughs) up at the stars because then the next one is the adventure provide anything for the money i mean he says all inclusive i don't know what that means let me click probably fire festival let's see style it includes festival of full-length concert well okay that's the least uh wellness activities that sounds like fucking nothing Stay in air-conditioned bell tents that accommodate four guests and have access to shared modern facilities, including showers, bathrooms, which are conveniently located. Okay. So so you can add on. Oh, great. You can add. Wait, you said all-inclusive. You can add on early entry for $550. You can get a tattoo for $100. How the hell are you going to sell a mass tattoos? 
You oh really trust some guy who's just coming tent to tent giving tattoos? You think that guy's cleaning his needle? <laughs> How funny. A holistic massage, $90. You know that's just some like... Holistic. How's wink, that different wink. than normal massage? It's cold style holistic. Yeah, somebody in a white <laughs> garb and dreadlocks is going to do it. Deep tissue massage for an extra $5. You can throw that in there, $95. So if I add all this on, which obviously I'm getting the tattoo, this is a good bargain, 99 bucks. $99 for a tattoo, that's really cheap. Mm-hmm. They don't ask like how many colors. Or what, what is it? <laughs> what am I getting tattooed? So now I'm up to 2,500. Well, that's, that's not bad. You know? Oh, let me look at pictures of it. Let's see what the tent looks like. So if Jared, if you're doing such a great cause for humanity, why are you trying to make so much money from this? You know what I mean? This is the thing with cult leaders. It's like, yeah, I need to get rich and get laid all the time, by the way. God, that looks like a hellhole. They're trying to make it look nice, but it really looks like a hellhole. <laughs> so that is the Stargazer. The next one is the Adventurer mode. So this one, you're going to go do something. It's the Adventure, bro. Let's see what the Adventure package has. This one starts at $3,000. Let's see. Adventure package holders have shared ensuite bathroom and shower facilities. That's it? <laughs> so they just have attached. So they have their own bathroom? That's or what no, it sounds like. No, it's still shared, it says. It says, have shared ensuite. Yeah. What does that mean? Shared with who? It's just not a tent? It's just a little nicer, it's it looks like. like a little nicer tent. It's like a little structure, yeah. That's awesome. I love this. Let's see what else there is. This is total fire festival shit. <laughs> They're like all inclusive, um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then you just get this ham sandwich. Ham sandwich. Oh no! The wanderer package, four thousand dollars, dude. What do we get? Let's see. You get stay in air conditioned forest lodge in the south camp that accom- accommodates two. Package holders have shared ensuite bathroom and shower facility. It said the same thing on the other one. What am I paying an extra thousand dollars for? Um, let's see. By the way, if you have to do this in payments, you really can't afford it, Jared. Really? If you got to do six payments of six hundred dollars because you can't afford four thousand dollars, that makes sense to me. Really? Okay. Yeah. Fuck me then. Fuck me in the My tits. mom is like that. She does everything in payments. But hold on. We got the VIP package. We're in, oh my God. This one is 7000 over $7,000. Whoa. And then the Phoenix package, you're rising from the ashes. They don't even say the price. They're like, contact oh. us. It has a picture of him, of Jared. Oh, shit. A silhouette. Oh, dude. Pay up and you can hang out with our profit. Here's the Daydreamer package, $7,000, $7,150. Luxury awaits on the island. This is so fire festival, bro. The VIP package is located in sun lodges that are completely waterproof. I hope they're waterproof. <laughs> Damn, why do you even have to say that? Lockable. No, okay, lockable. <laughs> That's so this doesn't luxurious. Sound luxurious. <laughs> Damn, and fully furnished. <laughs> with a shared ensuite bathroom. So you don't even get your own I bathroom. I feel like it just tells you about all the previous ones a little more. Right. You're like, bro, <laughs> right. 
so you cannot lock everything. And they're not waterproof, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> what the f- you better pray it doesn't rain. Available for two package holders with either single or double bed configuration, sun lodges are set inland, away from the coastal flooding. <laughs> it says inland, so I'm assuming in their own camp, close to the kitchen and pool area, providing convenient and exclusive access to the weekend festivals. Three-night all-inclusive festivals, including two full-length concerts by 30 seconds to Mars, as well as community and wellness-focused activities. Stay in a shared occupancy air-conditioned lodge. This the mother effort, dude. This is fucked, and you still got to pay extra for the tattoo. So how much is it? Seven thousand one hundred fifty dollars. Wow. It's weatherproofed and lockable, <laughs> and it's it's located inside the coast, so you don't get flooded. <laughs> that looks like a shithole, if I'm being honest. <laughs> man, what what are they gonna do? This it's a it's, shed. It's a shed. It's a really a homeless man's. Looks like where homeless people would live. Um. I want to click this this one that doesn't even list the price. This is the Phoenix package. Ultimate luxury awaits you. Wait, wait, the, v- the same pa- same picture. Yeah, let's see what's the difference. The VIP package is located in the private sun lodges that are completely weatherproof, lockable, and fully furnished. Some. So what is so they they don't offer. They don't offer any. Oh, here's VIP activities. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Early entry. Priority entry. VIP activity with Jared Leto. (gasps) How much do I have to pay? I wonder how much this costs. They didn't even list it. They probably screen you based on how good you look. Yeah, how likely he is to want to fuck you. So you basically pay for him at the end to fuck you. That's such a good racket. I wish I was good looking enough. That people want to pay to have sex with me. Um, let's see. Bartho Cubans limited edition print. I don't even know what that means. Sound check. What? What does that mean? <laughs> like you're at the sound check. You get to be the the person that does the do one, the sound check for us. One two check. You get exclusive VIP merchandise signed. You know, it's just like a little poster. Private boat dinner, followed by a private opening ceremony with the band on an exclusive limited edition gift from Jared and Shannon. What? (laughs) Private transfer to and from the airport. You know, that's just a school bus. Dude, I'm having total (laughs) fire festival flashbacks. Fridge stocked with beverages daily. Epic. Private yoga sessions. Complimentary massage. Oh, well, thank you. It's a comp. It's a complimentary massage. 60 minutes. Reserved water sports equipment. Pool noodles reserved for you. (laughs) Complimentary snorkel equipment. This is so corny. Private family style dining. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. After show late night food. Group concierge services backstage tour from a crew member. They really have milked this thing to the max. Dude, this is crazy. Uh, please note, each package includes room and board in your chosen accommodation for the duration of the event. Rooms are 100% non-smoking. Passports or national EU ID is required at check-in. 
Mars Island is a festival with a community and communal spirit. Please also be aware. Mm. What did what's what's written between the lines there? Yeah, communal spirit. They're basically saying if so, if you end up having to share something, yeah, if somebody crashes on your floor, they're like, "Don't be a bitch." Right. This is a cult. AKA. If it's so communal and community spirit, why are you charging seven thousand dollars? That's very capitalistic. I want my own space, so I'm paying seven thousand. Please also be aware that this is luxury camping, and the facilities are high quality, but are built to enhance your experience of nature. Bro, this is the spirit of Mars family, and we can't wait to share it with you. Wow, this shit's crazy. Who the man? You'd have to be men- kind of mentally ill to even want to go to this. It's in Croatia, and you have to fly your ass out to Croatia. Wow. You see, there's a skeleton on the beach. That's what you're going to be like. <laughs> on their own page. You run into Brazzo if you go. I'd, I'd personally rather go do Brazzo's VIP package <laughs> instead of Mars Island. So, anyway, Jared Leto walked out and missed the whole thing. So, there you have it. Welcome to the apocalypse. Welcome to the apocalypse, Jared. It was your fault. <laughs> you caused this in your meditation. And also, interestingly, finally, Big Brother. There's all these Big Brothers going on, and they put them in isolation, and they have no idea what's going on in the world. I love that. So now, but what about the crew? The crew that works. They know. They know. Yeah. Okay. I would assume. Yeah. (laughs) But I saw a clip of one of the girls noticing that the live audience was no longer there. Oh. They're like, "What's up? Where's the live audience?" (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Shouldn't they tell them? You know, it'd be awesome if if the crew abandoned and then. Everyone was gone and nobody told them. And they keep on living their life in Big Brother, but nobody tells them. Um, So what they're going to do is have a special live stream where they tell them all what's going on. And I have to be honest, I would watch that. I I don't understand German, obviously, but I would watch that. March 17th. What is today? Did I miss it? I missed it. I haven't seen clips of this. Right. Here's this girl talking about, yeah, let's see. Here she was Heard talking. It. You couldn't yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah it was, it was all empty seats. Empty yeah, seats. you know, it just makes you think about family. And we would right? hear them sitting down because the first right. eviction, we heard people, ooh, right? Yeah. right? Unless the house is now soundproof. All of a sudden? <laughs> well, but That's we would let us see the audience. Yeah, we would have seen it behind There's someone in the audience. That's true. So I thought I thought the whole entire building would be like No, we can hear so the strange. audience. Yeah, like it's weird. Yeah. Maybe they don't so strange. Yeah. We're living in a set. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's not a house. It's like we're little like doll people. I, I envisioned this as an actual house. Mm-hmm. I didn't envision it as a set. And then I came here, I'm like, oh, we're living in a set. Yeah. I knew that was coming. The big brother told him to shut up. I don't watch this show. It sounds crazy to me. Um... I really want to watch the Big Brother guys react to that. But I don't know where it is, so there you go. Well, that's about all we've got here today. This will come out on Friday. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. um, the world is still... We're filming this on Wednesday, so hopefully the world is still here on Friday. Mm -hmm. Maybe Thursday. I don't know. We'll see when it's ready. Because now now what we have to do is we're going to send it to Dan. He has to put in the videos... um, because normally they would live switch. Yeah. So whatever we're watching, they'll live switch to that. And yeah. So there's no editing afterwards, but now they got to edit everything in. Yeah, it's a lot more complicated. So it may take a little extra time. That's what we say Friday. 
So we are, well, so yeah, this is going to come out Friday. And um, hopefully this was watchable. It was great. This is, come on. I, was, I get in my head. It's all better the than time. nothing. Can we say that? Yeah. Better than nothing? That's a low bar. Well, that's the bar that's set right now. <laughs> There's nothing going on. Better than nothing. <laughs> well, this was a weird app because it was always like, I can't ignore, I can't ignore the coronavirus. Yeah. And, um, well, I'll tell you what else. The other reason was the challenging. You guys will know soon, but you know why. Oh. Think about it. Okay. Yeah, you I got gotcha. it. It's very challenging. We can talk about it next episode. Okay. But I think we did fine. Mm-hmm. You know? So this is the quarantine zone. How's it sound? How does it look? Right. How does it compare? That's what I would like to know. And did you laugh? Did you smile? Did you think? Did you wonder what it means to be human on a planet here? We are a collective. We are a hive. We must band together to survive or be our own demise. Well, there's the great firewall, they say. They say, do alien civilizations evolve to go interplanetary, intergalactic? And they say, well... Maybe none do. Maybe we're the most advanced. Maybe there's a great firewall that prevents species from evolving to that point. One of them we could be experiencing now is a pandemic. Mm. The next one could be far worse. And if we don't get wiser and learn from this, we may never venture to the stars. Think about that right. one. Just what I wanted to hear. You want to go to the stars? Yeah, why not? There you go. I want. I just want to have my brain beamed up to the... Uh, I saw pictures of Mars today from Elon Musk. Really? Yeah. I didn't see those. They got a cool panoramic. Are they on Mars? He's got a bot on Mars or what? Yeah, you can open his Twitter. Oh, it's on Twitter. It's kind of cool. I just woke up and I'm like, oh, okay. Here's pictures of Mars on Twitter. It looks like Earth. It looks like the desert. Whenever I see pictures of Mars, I'm like, oh, I've been there. It's Mojave Desert. Oh, here we go. He retweeted something. Curiosity Mars rover. Oh, that's NASA's shit. Successful deployment of 60 Starlink satellites confirmed. Are you talking about this video? This is from Curiosity. This is NASA's uh, Mars rover. But we were able to capture the rover using the other mass cam lens. The higher resolution version is nearly 1.8 billion pixels. Yeah. What? I gotta mute it. Sorry. Oh, wow, that's some high-def yeah, yeah. footage, dude. That's pretty cool. It's like... Yeah, that's you awesome. You totally see everything. But you know what I mean? I was like, shit, I've been there. Before we shot our camping video. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, Vegas, pretty much. Wow. I'm, I'm more impressed by the high-definition of that photograph. All right. Uh, enjoy the quarantine, everybody. Let's not, let, I will try not to talk about it anymore now. He, we are here to entertain. We are not here to politicize. We are not here to kvetch or to complain. We are here to make your existence on this earth a more pleasant one. So from here on out, burying something absolutely catastrophic that we absolutely cannot simply resist talking about, we will avoid corona-based uh, topics. What do we call this episode? H3 Podcast Forever. H3 Podcast Never Dies. 
History Podcast Quarantine Zone. The show must go on. Yeah, show from home, quarantine style. Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve, baby. All right, that's it. Thank you, guys. Stay blessed. Thank you, guys.